0: What's up, gorgeous? Happy New Year. I'm so glad you're here. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Fierce Framework, Becoming Fierce. And today we're just going to talk about those New Year's resolutions, man. It's kind of at the forefront of most of our minds, right? New Year, new you, thinking about all the things we want to change about ourselves, all the things we want to improve, all the things we want to leave in 2023. So, let's talk through some of that stuff. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with new year's resolutions. And I think it's really good for us to have goals, to have things that we're working towards, um, to make sure that like our daily habits and our like routines are adding up towards like being steps on the journey of where we want to go right? So I think it's so valuable to reflect and kind of take stock of where you're at and where you want to be so that we can build habits and routines into our daily lives that are getting us where we want to go and not just leading us to some default or along someone else's path or to not where like, really not sure where we're going at all. Right. I know from personal experience, it can be so easy to just get caught up in like the day to day, just trying to survive going with the flow. And like, if that's where you're at, there's nothing wrong with that. I've seen several posts on social media talking about if all you did in 2023 was survive, then good for you. And I totally agree with that. Like, I'm glad you're still here you know? And it's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like you got to be here (laughs) to fulfill your purpose. So if you're surviving and the goal is to just still be here and get through the day, then that's the goal, man. Like do that, you know? Um, I think part of what makes it so hard is like we're continually comparing ourselves to each other, right? So if I'm on One page and I'm in one situation and I'm just trying to get by, but I keep comparing myself to other people who are thriving and doing really well and have maybe more support and resources than I do, or they're just in a different place, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, whatever. Like that's not really, that's comparing apples and oranges, right? So one of the things I want to encourage you to do is consider where you're at and what makes sense for you. Um, I feel like realistic can be kind of interpreted weirdly, but like have goals that are realistic, right? Things that are, that make sense with where you're at in life, things that are achievable from where you're at. In past episodes, we've talked about knowing where you are in order to take the next step, right? So if I am, you know, if I'm here, right? And I see somebody here and their next step would be here, right? So if I expect myself to be taking that step, but I'm way back here, it doesn't make any sense for me because there's all these steps in between that I have to do in order to get there. So I want you to acknowledge where you're at and what resources you have and what your reality is, and then go from there, right? And reflection is so powerful because it helps us take stock of like, where am I at? Like, what am I dealing with? What do I have available to me? What kind of flex room do I have? Do I have any capacity for XYZ or these different things that I want to do, right? And sometimes we do, and sometimes we don't, but almost always what we have, what's available to us, our capacity does not look the same as other people's. And so that's why it's so important to focus on where you're at and what's going on with you. And I think a lot of us have a hard time with this because we don't like sitting with our feelings and we don't like taking the time for introspection because it can be hard acknowledging realities and acknowledging things about yourself especially when you're not where you want to be can be really hard and i see a lot of the time in our culture that we put so much time and energy into avoiding you know like um i was just talking with some friends last night and we were talking about um drinking and getting high and like and we were all drinking like not all of this but um so there's nothing wrong with it but it's like the concern is that if you're doing something all the time or in excess or especially in detriment to yourself like what are you trying to accomplish you know like if you're having a glass of wine on new year's eve like I wouldn't bat an eyelash, you know, everybody has their own journey. It might be a problem for some people, but like, you know, um, but if it's like, you're getting drunk every night, like, okay, then is there something you're avoiding? Is there a reason, are you trying to escape? Like what, what is going on there? And it's interesting because it's so hard from the outside to determine that for someone. Um, It's very easy to make assumptions. It's very easy to judge and let people know you don't think they should be doing X, Y, Z or that they should be doing this, that, and the other. And then it's very easy for people to do that to us as well. But I feel like what's less common is for us to kind of do that to ourselves, but in like a productive way to where we are looking into ourselves and asking like, okay, so if my resolution is to, we'll just stick with the drinking thing is to drink less. Cool, cool. Cool. Why am I drinking? Like, why is that becoming a problem for me? Why am I relying on a substance to be a crutch? And I love in our conversation last night, it came up that we do this with all kinds of things. Like, uh drinking just popped up you know in dry January it's like an easy thing to talk about I love alcohol I like to drink um I like to hear about like the history of the vineyards where my wine came from and like the families who cultivate the grapes like I'm into it so I'm not trying to shame or judge anybody I personally am not doing dry January so there's that um it's just low-hanging fruit that popped into my head And in my experience, it's typically easier to stick with a similar theme when I'm trying to, like, come up with examples, right? So instead of jumping around all over the place and trying to find random vices every time I need an analogy, we're just going to stick with drinking because it's easy. (laughs) And there's no reason to make things harder on yourself than it needs to be, okay? That's, That's a side note. So... I feel like a lot of the time what we struggle with is kind of peeling back those layers and asking ourselves what am I medicating? Like what am I trying to accomplish? What am I avoiding? What am I trying to fix? What am I escaping from? Because those are scary questions. Like if it wasn't something you wanted to avoid, then you wouldn't be avoiding it. If it was an easy fix, like you would have fixed it. And so by definition, I think it's challenging and really hard to ask ourselves those questions. And sometimes it can be better to have someone else there, like therapy, right? Where someone else is helping you ask those questions or maybe asking those questions or being there to hold space for you while you're answering those questions for yourself. You know, this is not something that you have to do alone. Um, but focusing on the reflection and the introspection, a lot of the time, and I feel like especially now, and I feel like especially people in the younger generations, I'm an elder millennial, so... um there's that (laughs) but like those of us or like gen z right who's grown up on social media and grown up with just unprecedented things tragedies happening all the time but then also available to us to look at and see and be bombarded with all the time a lot of us are in survival mode And when you're in survival mode, it's like the bottom of the the needs hierarchy, right? Like you're just trying to survive. And that's a totally different experience than someone who is surviving. They're doing okay. And they have a little bit more space and capacity to look around and be like, okay, how can I make this better? Right? And so my point with that is like, not everyone is able to take that step back. And I am not here to come for you because if you're surviving and that's what you're doing, I'm proud of you and keep doing that. Okay. If you have capacity, if you're in a space where you're able to take that breath, take a step back and reflect, I think that it can be really powerful and helpful to do that to help you figure out, okay, where am I at? What am I doing? And what do I like, what do I want to be doing differently? Okay, and why? So if I want to be drinking less, why am I drinking so much? Because oftentimes we are addressing the symptom. So then you're like white knuckling it, try to drink less, which is still going to have benefits, right? Like if you're accomplishing your goal of drinking less, then like, that's great. You're doing the thing. Also, what can make it easier, more sustainable and more impactful is digging a little bit deeper and figuring out why am I doing this in the first place? What benefit am I getting from doing this thing I don't wanna be doing, right? If I wanna drink less, but I'm drinking more, I'm doing what I don't want to be doing. And We do that a lot, okay? Like I feel like that's what resolutions are all about, right? It's like getting fit, doing this, that, and the other, and it's like, oh, okay. I'm doing all these things, but I want to be doing all these things, all these other things. So why am I doing the things I don't want to be doing? And I don't hear us talking about that as much as I feel like we could be. (laughs) So much of it is just focused on like the outcome and like the behavior itself. And I'm like, we're putting band-aids on symptoms instead of solving the cause. So. Is it something you're avoiding? Is it, you know, maybe you're afraid of feeling your feelings. Maybe you're afraid if you start feeling your feelings, like you'll never stop. And it'll be just like a chasm of despair, which that's real, you know. Um, I heard somewhere it was like. People who like weren't allowed to cry when they were younger are afraid to cry as an adult because or like they were never able to sorry um if you weren't allowed to cry until you were done then oftentimes as an adult you're afraid to start crying because you think you'll never stop and honestly that makes me want to cry because holy cow and I think that that encapsulates a lot of what we deal with when we're avoiding, especially like emotions. And so those are the kind of things I think that we discover when we start asking ourselves why we're doing the things we do, right? Um, there's a variety of reasons, you know? Drinking lowers your inhibitions, maybe you're high anxiety, maybe you have a lot of inhibit, a lot of inhibitions, and you want fewer. But drinking isn't solving that. It's addressing the symptom in the moment, but like, what is, again, if it's inhibitions, you don't want to have, what is causing you to have those things that you don't want to have? Okay, if you care what people think, but you don't want to care what people think, how do you stop caring about what people think? You know, and a lot of us will go to I'm just going to act like I don't care or. I'm going to, you know. Get drunk, so I don't care or I'm going to only behave a certain way around people that I truly don't care what they think about me. You hear that a lot, like on vacation, right? I'm never going to see these people again. So I don't care. And it's like, okay, I, I get that. um, But like, why do you care so much about the people you are going to see again and what they think? And why don't you care more about the person who's going to be with you every day for the rest of your life. Why don't you care what you think? Because it can go either way. Like, I'm never going to see these people again. So you can act a fool and embarrass yourself and not behave in a way that meets your standards. Right? Or maybe you're just cutting loose and you're being more of yourself. And no one else can really judge that, right? That's something you have to decide for yourself. Introspection, reflection, okay? Also... So it's the same thing with people you interact with every day, right? So are you worried about acting a fool and like being an idiot and causing harm? There might not be a whole lot wrong with that, right? But if you're worried about disappointing people or not living up to other people's standards or not pleasing people, Okay. But why? And are you living up to your standards? And are you acting in ways that align with your integrity? And why do you care more about what they think than about what you think about yourself? And these are hard questions. And I totally understand why we don't ask ourselves these things. Because it sucks. (laughs) And a lot of the times, I mean, it, it comes down to different things for all for all of us. And a lot of the time it comes down to fear, right? You're fearful of what other people think. You're fearful that you're not like, that you can't trust yourself, that you're not right about how you feel you should behaving, be behaving, or even where your purpose is taking you. And that's real. And that's a lot to unpack. Right. But I want to encourage you, like, if you're interested in going down that road, bro, go down that road. You know, the beginning of a new year is a great time to start exploring with yourself. And it's a great reminder to take a minute and pause and reflect and be like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like what happened in 2023? That like that worked out for me. And what didn't? And what am I proud of? And what am I, I feel like disappointed? It's a little strong. I don't want you to beat yourself up. But like, what did I do that didn't meet my expectations for myself? And consider your year, right? Or even the past couple months, like. And basically what we're doing is like, here is. My expectations for myself, what I believe lines up with my purpose and where I want to be heading. And here is where, what I'm actually doing, the behaviors I'm doing, you know, the way I'm carrying myself, the the habits I have, and how can I bring myself more into alignment with where I want to be and who I feel like I am and who I'm supposed to be and where I wanna be headed and what aligns with my purpose and like where the bigger picture of where we're going. Right? (laughs) Let me pause for a second here. Sorry, I'm ADHD and I like saw how far off track I was from where I thought I was gonna be. (laughs) And I was like, let me not spiral on camera because I don't want to waste your time. But we're actually not that far out track, okay? Because what I wanted to talk about is like this obsession with changing ourselves, okay? And I hope I've articulated thus far that there's nothing wrong with having goals and wanting to improve. I think that's so powerful. And I think that that's important, Right especially when we look at society, like in America, right? It's almost like it's a machine and we're just like a cog in the machine. And it's talked about this before. It's very easy to go with the flow and to kind of go along with things. You could do that your whole life. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that you could do what is expected of you your entire life and like almost never (laughs) make real life decisions for yourself and you would just go based on like expectations or average or what other people want you to do your whole life i'm convinced so it's challenging to take a step back and be like okay whoa 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 like i see the tide or the current excuse me i see the pattern i see what is expected and what is normal? Is that what I want? Where the current is taking me, is that where I want to go? And it's it can be challenging just to ask yourself that. And I respect how challenging it is to see that and say, no. <laughs> what are you going to do? Right? So if you don't want to go with the current, if you don't want to go with the flow, like, then you're going against it. And that is challenging. But honestly, I think that is the path for most of us. And that would actually change the current, which is also a separate episode. Okay, so Obviously, I'm nothing against improving yourself, working on things, doing less of what you hate and doing more of what you love and working towards fulfilling a purpose because I really feel like having a purpose changes so much for us. And I think it's really powerful as people. But I also want to speak to the fact that the way we talk about um, resolutions and like self improvement oftentimes is so just full of shame and judgment, and like encouraging you to tear yourself down, and I don't think that that's the way either. Okay, and I specifically said that New Year's—I think I said—is an opportunity. Like, it's a good opportunity to reflect and consider what you want to change in the new year, but it's like a tool, right? It's up to you if you want to use it or not. Okay. And it's up to you to determine whether you have the capacity right now or not, because also it's just another day. So if you are not, if you don't have the capacity or the energy or the time or whatever to take that step back and reflect and introspect right now you didn't miss your chance (laughs) like that's the biggest thing i want to communicate today is like it's not now or never okay you didn't miss your chance once the first passed you can do this you can implement new things you can come more into alignment whenever okay and all the hype around the new year and like doing all these things, no, 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 can like almost make us think that this is the time. And so, you know, if you didn't make it to the gym five days this week, then like you're done. If you stick with the drinking, if you drank more than you wanted to a couple nights this week or whatever, that doesn't mean you're done. Or if you didn't even realize that's what you want to do this year, if you didn't have time to like set an intention or decide what you want to change, you didn't miss the bus. Like you can do that whenever. Okay. The new year is a wonderful opportunity. And I love and hate. That, like, as a society, like, as American culture, like, we all kind of get on board with, like, okay, it's the new year, like, now's your chance, like, it's a great time to stop doing what you don't want to do and do what you do want to do. But then I think sometimes, like, that can be a lot to where it's like, well, if you didn't, if you didn't do it on January first and you haven't hit it every day so far, then like, mm, you already messed up, you already messed up your resolution. And now it's like, too late sucks. He screwed up. You just have to live with that the rest of 2024. (laughs) And I'm here to tell you that is so trash. That's so trash. Every day is a new opportunity. Every hour, every minute is a new opportunity. Okay? So whenever you get to the place where you can take that step back and be like, this is what I want to do. I think XYZ Habit is going to help me come more into alignment with who I wanna be. You don't have to wait till next January 1st. You can start that whenever and you're gonna mess up. You're gonna mess up, you're gonna mess up, you're gonna mess up. Like We are humans, that's what we do. And that's one of the things I hate about resolutions is people, it's this all or nothing mentality and it's like, oh my God, I'm going to, okay. Right. Like dry January, boom. It's all or nothing. Right. Which for that specific example, cause I'm trying to be consistent with my example, for that not consistent, like specific example. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with not drinking at all. Okay. So we'll use the gym again. Right. Like the first week of the year, if you didn't go five days, then you failed. Like, no, bro. If you went, If you're making progress is progress. And so you can't let one setback undo all the progress you've made. So I wanna encourage you to use a wider lens when you're looking at your progress. Because we're so encouraged to have this all or nothing mentality of like, oh, I was gonna drink less this year. Or I was going to not drink at all in January, but I had a drink last night. And so there it goes. I screwed up. I'm a failure. And then what does that set you up for? Well, if you already screwed up, you already lost. Then why would you keep trying? You know, maybe again next year, right? So I want to encourage us to try to reframe that as like, Okay, so you had a drink, but did you drink less than you would have if you weren't striving to for dry January? Yeah, you drank less? Okay, so is that not progress? All right, and I think a lot of the times with our like obsession with lofty goals, um, we set we set goals that are not realistic. And that's that's probably another conversation too, right? Because you want to challenge yourself and there's nothing wrong with challenging yourself. But if you're going to set a high goal that's difficult to achieve, then I also want to encourage you to have high amounts of grace for yourself. Because when you think about how much you're changing, if you're changing a habit that you do all the time, especially if it's a crutch something you're relying on to either you know like we talked about earlier avoid escape like whatever if there's an underlying issue that you're still working to resolve like you still need that medication like you're still dependent on it and so it's very difficult to stop medicating the symptom when you haven't addressed the root problem yet And I think a lot of the time we don't even consider that. And it's like, oh, it's not that deep. It's not that big deal. Just stop drinking. Like just na-na-na. And it's like, okay, yes. And if we can consider the deeper issue of why and what's going on, that might give us a lot more tools and understanding to figure out how to solve the underlying problem so that you don't need to medicate the symptom anymore because if you stop having the symptom if there's if you address what you're trying to avoid and there's nothing to avoid anymore do you need the thing that is helping you avoid it no because there's nothing to avoid like problem solved and it's not simple (laughs) and it's not that easy right that's why therapy is amazing um But my point is like, until you're addressing the underlying cause, it's going to be challenging. And since it is so challenging, it makes sense that there are going to be setbacks and that you're going to stumble and that you're going to mess up sometimes. So when you do, not if, when you do, A- be prepared. Being shocked and appalled that you messed up does not put you in a mindset to get back on track. In my experience, that puts me in a mindset to start spiraling and make everything worse, which I'm really good at. So no judgment, I'm just saying. Personal experience, would not recommend zero stars. But if you're expecting that you're gonna mess up because you're human okay, and I'm just a girl, then like when you do, you knew it was going to happen. You know, it's like when you're driving down the road and you know you're going to take a right and you're in the right lane. Like, oh, I am prepared to make this right hand turn because I'm in the right lane. Now, if you're not acknowledging that you're ever going to have to turn right and you're in the left lane, four lanes of traffic, and this right hand turn comes up and you're like, oh my gosh it's stressful. You're not prepared. It's overwhelming. You can very easily cause crashes and you're just not ready to make that right-hand turn. So it's setting yourself up to be like, okay, so if I mess up, when I mess up, here's what I'm going to do. And you can develop an action plan and all kinds of stuff like that. It's probably another episode. Sorry. I'm really trying not to let this be three hours (laughs) trying to respect your time. So A, being aware that you're going to mess up and not like just the awareness can help for me a lot to prevent the spiral. Like, oh, the thing that I knew was going to happen, happened. Cool, cool, cool. So what we're going to do is get back on track. Okay. And there's a lot of options you can take from there. Okay. So if you had a drink when you were going to be completely dry in January, you can get back on track of having your goal being not to have any drinks again and you just try again and you just keep going or if you need to reconsider your goal be like all right we're changing to one drink a week or one drink in January or like whatever you know sometimes we if you haven't tried the thing you're trying it's very difficult to know how hard that's gonna be for you and whether or not you're able to maintain that, okay? So if I drink until I'm wasted every night, and I've been doing that for so long, like I don't know how hard it's gonna be for me to not drink at all, right? This is probably such a bad example to use. I really hope I'm not like triggering anybody. Um. But you don't know because you don't do that, okay? So you don't necessarily know like what the challenges are going to be, what tools you need to maintain dry January, or like what support you need because you've never tried it before. So when you try it, that's going to help you gain all this information on how hard is it? What reactions am I having? What withdrawals am I having? What am I going through as a result of me doing more of what I want to do because there's like pushback from that. and then you're dealing with like all these things of like, okay, well, if I drink myself into oblivion most nights and I don't want to do that anymore, what am I what am I gonna do at night now? Do I drink when I'm out with friends and so I'm better off like hanging out with different friends or alone? Or do I drink when I'm alone and I'm better off hanging out with someone? Or, you know, do I need accountability of someone I can text? Or do I need to get rid of all the alcohol in my house? Or do I need to try drinking kombucha instead? And you don't, there's some of this stuff, like this research that you can do before you ever start, which is great. But we're all, We're already into January. So I'm assuming if you're on the resolution train, you probably already started. Hmm. But when you're in it, you're going to get all this information of like, oh, (laughs) because there are reasons you've been doing the thing you don't want to do for so long. But we often do it mindlessly because we've been doing it for so long. It's just a habit. And so when you stop, that's when you start realizing, oh, (laughs) like I get really annoyed with people or I get really bored or I get really na-na-na when I don't drink. Or really anxious, like, oh, maybe that's why I do. Okay. But you've never let that come up before. So now when you're trying this resolution and you're all gung-ho about not drinking again, now you're dealing with all the reasons that you started drinking in the first place. And it's so easy to be like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to go back to it. But you've already made so much progress of figuring out that's not what you want to do. So hang on to that. Okay, because that's a huge step, and a lot of people don't even get to that step, where they realize, I've been doing this thing, I have this habit, and I don't want to do that anymore. That takes a lot of introspection and self-knowledge to realize this thing that I do, this habit I have, a behavior that I repeat over and over, I don't want to do that anymore. And that realization and that being honest with yourself is so underrated. Like, that's a huge step, bro. So if you get to that point and you realize it, okay, and then you start trying to stop or doing something different, and that's hard, and you fail, and you struggle, that's normal, okay? So you may reassess your goals, you may gather more support, you may try to figure out what other resources you have as you realize what you need, but you can always keep going, okay? Because the only failure is when you give up on yourself. Okay? If you're going for dry January and you have a drink, is that a mess up? Yeah, absolutely. And have you not been dry for all of January? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's the real goal, right? Is it literally to not drink in January? Or is it to prove something to yourself? Is it to improve your health? Is it to lessen how much you're drinking? You are still making progress towards that. So when you mess up, when you get back on the train and you try again. Because you're not going to be perfect the first time you try something like most of us are not. Okay. So if we let one mess up completely throw us off track to where we stop trying, that's the failure. But if you know you're going to mess up and you mess up and then you keep trying, that is progress. So I want to encourage you to keep trying. Wherever you're at, whatever, wherever you're at, if you're continuing to try to survive, please keep doing that. We need you. We need you to survive, and we need you to get to a place where you're not just surviving because you have so much to offer. And you have to survive first to get to that point, okay? If you're at a place where you're trying to improve and you're taking the next step and you are you have capacity for that reflection, Do that, man. Like Keep making that progress because the more in alignment with your purpose and the more you're becoming the person you want to be, that's going to benefit everyone else around you. When we let those mistakes shut us down to where we stop trying, that's what keeps us where we're at. And that's what prevents us from making progress. So that not trying is, I would say, the biggest thing to avoid. Just keep trying. You're going to fail. You're going to mess up. But you're not going to improve if you don't try. So I think you're doing great. I'm so proud of you. And I'm so glad you're here. Okay. And January doesn't have to be the time that you implement change or the time that you do the self-reflection and introspection or you start therapy or start a resolution or whatever, okay? If you're not in the space to do that and you're feeling better in February or March, do it then, bro. There is no rule that you can only improve yourself in January, okay? (laughs) Because also a lot of these resolutioners, right? It's going to be gung-ho in January. It's going to be trying real hard in February. And then I think the statistics are like 80% of people give up on their new year's resolution by like March, something crazy. So, Hey man, you know, if you're just getting started in March, there's plenty of room for you, right? (laughs) So many people have fallen off that wagon. There's going to be a comfy seat for you. So jump on that wagon then, man. We are not waiting until 2025. All right? All right. Well, I love you. I'm so glad you're here. And I'm wishing an excellent 2024 for you. We'll see you next time.